Hi, I play Dela Cinderbloom. We are the Global Rollers, a bunch of geeks from all over the world playing Dungeons and Dragons. Stay tuned for this week's shenanigans. Welcome to tonight's Global Rollers. Last time, the group officially completed the Fire Temple. They rescued and released some Azers that they found, as well as dispatched four salamanders, one at a time, uh, fairly handily, and have made their way to a rest area uh, so that uh, they can get some rest and potentially speaking to the Azers, uh, who some of the group are able to communicate with and some aren't. Um, but that's where we'll pick up this week. Actually, we're going to go back in time. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm scared. So, we're going to take some time to move in the past before uh, upon the heated conversation, the end of the heated conversation that was had with the group as the decision came to Dela delivering the opal that the group discovered, the powerful item, to her friend, her patron. Uh, is there anything, Dela, that you do just as you go in, you just bamf into your ring. Is there anything special that you do up until that point? Um, yeah, following that, the heated argument discussion. Uh, she basically was just kind of staying back, watching this like a tennis game, kind of shrinking, shrinking Violet as she gets to be when things get heated. Um, Nanal kind of puts that box in her hand and makes her promise to not open it and there's a very distinct look of kind of disappointment frustration on her face <laughs> with that uh but she nods in agreement kind of looks at everyone and okay here we go and she kind of shrugs and pops into the ring a little uh wisp of smoke as she disappears okay Entering into your ring, uh, there is visually it is better. It's the look of almost, I'll say, the ramshackle almost version of this, the darker, less lively variation that you have seen before the last couple times as you've jumped through has given way to uh, the immaculate look of the interior. The upholsteries and such like that are in fine condition. It looks, colors look a little bit brighter, if anything. The warmth envelops you, you know. It's a very long sigh of relief seeing, seeing it back to the way that it should be. Um, she goes over because when before when the candles were lit, one of them was blue, and she had taken that one and hid it in the cushions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she's gonna go 
get that candle from the cushions and use presentation to light it really quick and check and see is it still blue or is it normal candle now? Blue. She blows it out really quick and stuffs in the cushions. (laughs) (laughs) Daily, go ahead and roll me with that. Go ahead and roll me uh, a charisma check. Just straight charisma. Charisma. Ooh. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, you... Something as you as you blow the candle out, something inside of you. It's just it's that it's that innate feeling. You're not even sure where it fully comes from. Maybe you do. Maybe you understand that. Maybe this is tied a little bit to your latent innate powers that you've kind of come into as you've developed the bond with your patron. But you you get this sense of almost like discomfort. At, at blowing it out and hiding it away, you know, it's like it's almost like shame. It's kind of the similar, similar, similar feeling that you would get from feeling shame of trying to hide something that is innately you, but you're trying to keep it under wraps, if you will. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that she's trying to hide it from Za, it's like she's trying to bury that within herself. Yeah. Too. yeah. So it's probably even more evidence. more profound a little bit, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um she isn't sure exactly what to do here. So she she goes over to her little candle setup that she always has. Um and she uh, she's actually going to pull Iko into the ring for the first time. Okay. She bamps in. Iko, so Zaw said that I could leave things in here for him, but you know, I don't want to. I don't know if like I should leave a note or stuff like that. If if I send you to him, can you tell him that? I have something for him, so he knows. She nods. Yes. Okay, perfect. That'll make this a lot easier. Thank you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and she bams uh, Iko to the fire plane. Okay. You didn't tell Iko, but you had, did you? Hmm? Did you tell Aiko what you had? Or just that you had oh. something? Oh, that's right. She wasn't... She no. she was far away. I forgot yeah. she was nowhere in the room. Yeah, I, yeah she would have... She would have okay. told told her. Just, yeah. Kept her okay. updated. <laughs> so the, you have the, the, the opal, essentially. Yeah. The, the, the opal yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So as you bam Aiko away for a moment... Uh, is there anything that you would like to do up until this point? As you're, are you setting it down somewhere? Are you just holding onto it? You just waiting? She's holding onto it. She didn't tell Iko explicitly, but she's kind of hoping between the lines that Iko would give her directions of what to do exactly and, and stuff like that. So she's just like standing around nervously, like kicking her heel, making little aclet 
you know, jingle around on her foot. <laughs> now, with your your communication with Ico, it's you have to be on the same plane, correct? Yes. So you would have to actually summon Ico back. Are you essentially? Yeah, just she's just giving her some time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she's like, do do do. How much time? Yeah, give me, a, give me an give me an estimate because I've not in control of that. How much time are you giving Ico? <laughs> yeah, she's gonna Skinner give her like a minute and then bamf her back. Okay. So you bamf Ico back, and she's she looks to you and she's she's smiling, and and about a handful of seconds later you hear like a popping sound and then like like a heavy presence hit like uh like like the cushions of that large circular ring of uh the couch that you kind of had set up and there there where you set this uh almost like a tea set in the center of it you you hear like a boom like a heavy thud and she jumps and trolls around. You okay? Before you, seated, um, looks a little—I uh, don't want to say frazzled, but just kind of looked unexpectedly of like where he landed. Um, you see a uh, light-skinned um, individual, uh, bald head. He has very handsome features, uh, though older it's it's uh mature it's a it's definitely within age uh it reminds you a lot of eliander so so hitting the late 40s early 50s age range um the hair on the sides of the head are though it's not necessarily bold it's a shortcut but the hairs on the side of the head are a little gray um the eyes though are kind of what are the telltale sign of who this who this is going to be it's bright bright molten magma essentially there's no there's no pupils or irises it's just essentially just a glowing just glowing eyes and he kind of moves a little awkwardly to get off of the the couch bit and he kind of sits down and he dusts himself off a little bit. Uh, you see he has um, it's it's interesting. He has a pair of um, harem pants, which are, you know, it's the like the baggier longer kind of like crotch area, but it's the, uh, it's just a little bit more breathing room with them. Uh, but they kind of cuff at the ankles and they uh, cuff around the waist, which the ankles he only has, he doesn't have any shoes on. His feet are exposed. Um, his chest, he has a he has a nice tunic that seems to be covering it. Uh, the tunic actually has a small, uh, what appears to be uh, the the stitching. Uh, it's almost like an embroidered symbol that sits up over his chest, almost like a crest, and you recognize it immediately um, as the crest of your patron. Um, he. Another thing that you notice is that it's the jewelry that he has. He looks he looks like a noble. You've seen noble individuals. Um, he looks well off, but he doesn't look like he's flaunting it in a sense. It's like that. It's a subtle flaunt. It's a, I have money, 
and you, you know, but I'm just going to kind of show it off by just these little pieces of gold that I have, but he does have a gold, a couple gold chains that kind of hang down. Um, uh, he has a, uh, wrist guard on one hand or like a, like a wrist, like almost like a bracelet, but it's a little bit thicker. So it's, it's looks a little bit more, um, potentially like a defensive thing though but it is gold as well and on the right arm he has what essentially covers like a it's a it's a gauntlet it's a similar style gauntlet that you've seen before um and there are seven rubies embedded into it currently four of them are glowing three of them are dull but he opens his arms up to you Dela, hello. She looks slightly shell shocked for a moment, <laughs> and kind of like takes a small step forward. Saw, saw you're you're here. He kind of gives a twirl, and you feel just with a simple spin, even at the distance. He's not terribly far away from you in this ring. It's only you know, it's a it's a pretty large space, but comparably of like where you ended up and where he is it's you could still feel like a rush of heat just from the simple spin and it's a little bit of a flamboyant movement and it's it's a little bit different you the what you're seeing in Zai right now is definitely not what you're used to he's he's a little bit more hard if you will um hard press and like stone-faced whenever you talk to him typically but he seems completely um softer is a way to put it yes come and he opens his arms like like hugging kind of open hug. arms yes yeah she goes for it <laughs> like a little uh, kid just like ah! <laughs> big hug you how tall are you dayla you're about oh gosh uh or something four five something okay um yeah, I, I think sh I think I set her at five four. You've you've been on Flintry's shoulder, I guess you can say. Um, you've been around people that are tall. What you didn't expect, though, is the presence of uh, he is a taller individual. He's taller than Flintry, um, probably touching closer to about eight feet. But what really gets you is just he has a presence about him. And as you get closer, it's almost stifling. But you jump into his arms and he embraces you. He catches you, essentially. And he pulls you in. And it's you've had hugs before and they made you feel all warm and happy inside. But this is, even internally, if you feel that warmth, you feel it on the outside as well. It's like hugging a, a heated blanket. Oh. <laughs> and after a second, he releases you and he sets you down. Just lets you drop to the ground. She lands lightly and is just like beaming up at him. I I can't, you're, you're here, you're here. And she's like jumping up and down a little bit. She's like, oh yeah. Um, And she holds the, the box towards him. We, we, I, I wasn't, we, ah, we couldn't kill the other Afri and they couldn't get the gauntlet, but 
we were able to keep the box or the the opal away from him, and they agreed to let me bring it to you, which made me really happy. And in here, but they made me promise not to open it up, so I haven't actually seen it myself. But here, he takes it all in, and he's listening, <laughs> actively listening as he as he does, and he reaches out and he takes it, and he holds it for a second. And you watch as he closes his eyes and he opens them and that that gold, that molten rock color around the edges is there's this distinct blue color. Uh, You would recognize this as uh, a detect magic. And he kind of sits there, doesn't know what the box is made of, if it's made of anything that would block magic. Then that's, then is there anything that would block the, detection of any kind of magic within you're muted other dm yeah i need to talk apologize i just realized i was muted um (laughs) the box is lightly lined with lead Mm -hmm. so it it would block which is why even though it's been out of the bag of holding, we haven't heard anything. So. Haven't heard anything. Okay. Yeah. Dale's like kind of tiptoeing a little bit, like like she wants to look in the box, but couldn't open it herself, kind of thing. <laughs> it's like it's like lead sheet. It's it's right. really yeah. real thin. Just, Just enough. enough to block so out magic. so the the yeah the box isn't like super heavy, but right. Okay. Pink. Perfect. Thank you. Um. He sets the box down and uh, and he kind of calls you to sit. So the kind of how the cushion couch looks, it's a there's like two cushion steps that lead up to a uh, like a sitting area that is a, a large communal type sitting area with a bunch of pillows and such. But he sits uh, he sits down on the that's uh, sits basking in the warmth. I don't say this often, but I'm very impressed. I gave you the second task, the gauntlet and the killing of the Afrit, because I didn't think that this, any points to the box, would be accomplished. She's beaming. Uh, I'm going to check it. Whatever it says, pay no mind, all right? Okay. He, there's a latch on it, I'm pretty sure. He pretty much undoes the latch. And he, detect magic is still up. He's going to open it. The lid. The gem is there. Mm Mm-hmm. It's silent. Magic is coming off of it. Just so he's confirming. Oh yeah. He's oh okay. yeah. <laughs> He'll close the box. Beaming. Yep, yeah, and gently relatch it, and the smile kind of grows. Yes. Quite, quite proud. Quite a yeah, proud is the word. You could hear what was going on inside the gym right now. 
impressed. <laughs> yeah, impressed <laughs> crowd. Uh, you know, you've been following the tasks that I've given to you. I can see that. Not often that I ask you to do extra things. But this is monumental. This is, what's the way that they say it? Game-changing. Help you, like, like be more powerful and have a, a good reputation at things, right? Sure, yes. That's a way to look at it. Good. There's lots that you will learn if you decide to continue on with this path and join me eventually, if you will. We never force you to make that decision. It's a big decision to make. But it is the decision you can have. Join you? Like. Yes, I mean, I don't give my <laughs> attention to those that I do not have intent of uh, utilizing and embracing once they've reached a certain point. You understand? think so. It's I a long way from now, I assume you have things you are doing within your uh, within your world. Yeah. Well, you know, the there's the the cultist thing. Um you know, trying to save the material plane is kind of a priority. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know, some, some things. But you want me to be watching over Flintry and, and stuff, too. So all any decisions would be after you reveal yourself as his father and things. Time. Or he reaches... It'll be time. Yeah. That's it's a little bit different. But yes, that, that will take time. Not something that we want to do now. Oh no, no, that yeah, I don't, I don't think they need that distraction right now. No. But anyway, all this to say, though I grant you and gift you certain powers and abilities, I can offer more. What like, you have provided like to me. Mm hmm. We'll get to that. What you have provided to me has been a surprising boon for me in the sense of, uh, as I said before, again, game-changing, but it has it's something that was considered lost for a very long time. But because of what it does and who it belongs to, I belong to. There is 
moves that I can make now that I have it in my possession. Because of this, you have essentially aided me in progressing my own powers. Almost like you've progressed your powers with me. Essentially the same in the same league, if you will, to an extent. Comparison. So. She absolutely lights up with that. Like the idea of being able to help him like that. Like, is like almost like mind-bogglingly joyful for her. So you have your gifts. You have certain capabilities. You have Ico. Uh, you have powerful magics. Is there anything beyond this that I can offer to you? Magical items, temporary wounds, money, gems. We actually find a lot of money and gems. That's not a problem. Um, she puts her thinking face on. <laughs> um, the so I I wasn't sure if I'd be able to get this to you because you know our our group is you know up, there's a lot of us and everyone has a lot of opinions and things and Flintry and Inala actually supported this decision a, a lot in wanting to get the opal off of the material plane. They thought it'd be better, safer for us if it goes away. But, you know, they say that they trust me, even though, you know, they didn't let me take the, you know, like, they didn't want me to even, like, see the gem or talk to it or anything, even, you know, even though it might actually have useful information for us. Um, and they they were worried about what you might do with it, and they said that they don't really trust you because they don't know you yet. Um, is there is there any way that maybe you could like I don't know, like come to the material plane with me and like meet them and have a sit down with them, and maybe they'll like you too. He arches a brow as the the more that you're talking and divulging, you see that his face turned from kind of uh, casual listening to you. You see that now it's a look of understanding, as if he's really he's paying attention really to what you're saying. Um, but whenever you ask him to come to the material plane, his brow kind of lifts a bit. You want me to, you want to introduce me to your friends? Yeah. I guess you could bring them in here. I don't know. What, whatever works. The capacity is but not yeah. allowed for that right now, but you want this to happen now? Probably not now, because, you know, we're in the middle of fighting the things. All um, right. But. But soon, sometime? Soon. I think that you and your group are... Ken deep in 
neck deep in uh is that the right one chin or neck what is the the saying neck neck right chin? I don't know now. Wait. I think it's neck. I think it's, it's, it's <laughs> neck, deep. neck deep in in your dealings with this these cults. Yeah, there's yeah. We're we, we pretty much got the the fire cultist area cleared out that we were in, but we still have to fight the the air cultists. Everyone's nervous about that because we don't really have like flight capabilities. But that'll be the last one of of this section, and then I think we need to go like down. And I'm not really good at following along with everything's going on, but there's more because yeah, and there's right. important people that we haven't found yet. I don't know. It's a lot still. Okay, so. You want me to meet your friends. It's easy enough. Definitely yeah. something that I can do and I'm willing to do. That's not a major endeavor, if you will. I have things to handle elsewhere, but that's I have people that can take care of that for a brief time. Uh, do you I'll think that good. that would be enough? Is leaving this up to you is there anything else that you would like i'm i think that's a small ask oh um i don't know um i think the the biggest challenge with the fire cultists is that they're using a lot of fireballs which was really bad and my spells weren't really as effective as usual because, you know, they're immune to or resistant to fire. But I don't know. Do you think is there is there anything that you have that might be able to help me? He's gonna think for a second. I can grant you something. I can give you something that can assist you. If you're going against the air cultists and they're using, they they manage to employ, much like uh, the Efreet was here, they've employed these other other genies. That would mean. Ah, that... I think the water ones had one too. It's seems to be common. All right. So, genies are a common occurrence now with these cults. Apparently, they are being tied in with these elementals. Not shorts. Not typical, if you will. I can. I can offer you a means of. Uh, temporary means of negating some of their uh, their the powers if you will yeah mhm mm 
two That'd things, though. Yeah. One, as I said, it is temporary. It will last a certain amount of days. Oh. The second. There will be a slight pain to it, uh, akin to getting a, a tattoo, if you will. I haven't gotten one. Ask Creston. Well, this is something that needs to happen now. Oh. Before okay. I leave. I don't mind. All right. Kind of holds out her hand, like not knowing what asking needs to be done. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, he just kind of hold out your hand, waiting, waiting for, for, for him to take it. And he kind of, kind of gives you a look and he kind of takes it in one hand. He kind of cups it so that, you know, it's intertwined with both hands and you feel a warmth emanating and it slowly begins to to grow the the heat and you can feel it uh, almost like spider webbing a bit from where his hand is to up your arm uh, and the way that it feels you feel i'm going to say it's 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 becoming closely akin to that feeling of when you were burned that the small bit of fear hits you because of how badly it hurt and it's it's inching that way it's getting more and more it's getting harder to kind of like just ignore it you know do you do anything He'd feel her hand kind of clenching a little bit in, in his, probably feeling her nails a little bit on his, in his skin. Okay. He, he eases up a little, and you feel the warmth kind of retracting, and he looks to you. He doesn't say anything, but he's giving like a look of, should he continue or should he stop? She gives him an, an encouraging nod and kind of like uh, clenches other fists, like like squares of shoulders, like I'm ready, you know. Okay. So he kind of squeezes a little bit harder, so that to kind of keep you just almost like supportive, and he squeezes a bit, and you feel it begin to move back up your arm again. Dela, <clears throat> if you were to get a tattoo on your body. Is there a preference of where you would like it to be? Um, it depends on this, how big it would end up being. So this is going to be considered a medium-sized tattoo. So essentially where these can be, uh, you could have one medium size on your head. You could have two on your chest, two on your back, one on your arm, or one on your leg. Like one for each <gasps> leg, essentially. Oh, you know what would be kind of cool is if it actually covers... Her burn scars on okay. her back that she tries to hide. Okay, it won't cover them completely because uh, of the style of these. It will 
it will essentially I'll, I'll, I'll go into it okay so he closes his hands and he a little bit more and he you could feel him he his eyes close as he channels more heat and more power and you could feel it coursing through you it's it's very very akin to the way that you cast your spells especially eldritch blast or anything that pulls directly from uh from him and you feel the the fire and the the pain kind of inch around and it begins to uh, it, uh there's a harsher sharper pain that comes as the the as it touches where your burn marks your burn scars are and you can feel as it essentially begins to these designs you can feel like these the spider webbing begins to make designs that go through and seem to almost at some point trace right along the edges of where some of the burn marks are but actually burns through some of where your burn marks have your burn marks are and you can feel it just coursing all along your back and it just uh, from where you you know taking up most of the the burn mark area and i need you to roll me a constitution saving throw because this hurts immensely. Net 20, baby. 24. 20, 24. All right. Very nice. You you feel yourself. You feel that moment of like uh, that panic of you want to start hyperventilating, but you look and he's no longer, his eyes are no longer closed. They're looking. They're focused on you, feeling you slip a bit. And you 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 lock eyes as he presses his hand down once more. And as he does so he kind of gives it a small little twist and you feel where the tattoos had branched off or that the the feeling of burning like the spider webbing seemed like they branched off and you could feel it all over your back it culminates into one point a final point and there's that like moment where you you flinch like the apex of like pain you flinch a bit and you can feel the sweat on your brow and he releases your hand slowly. Uh, he 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 keeps the hand that's holding it. So the one beneath your hand, he kind of keeps it there. But the one that he was using, you imagine to channel this energy into you. Um, he removes that hand. Are you all right? Big breath. And she kind of pauses, but... There's, I felt it on my back. What, what was that? And she kind of like twists around a little bit, kind of like using that the the hand that uh, is still holding his to kind of like act as a support. She's kind of twisting around to kind of look behind her. Yeah, it's you can you you really can't get a good view um, yeah. because of where it is. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're gonna have to. Uh, yeah, you, you really can't get a good view. And he he looks to you and he goes. Your, your consciousness, your mind took it. Uh, I can grant the abilities and I could have created something, but I felt you, something within you wanted it in a certain place and it took it there. I think any points to your back, wherever your scarring is. Here, and you watch as he 
kind of gets up and he pulls you with him and you can feel your legs are a little shaky just from dealing with pain. It's like, you know, you just got through a tattoo. You're, you're like, you know, you're, you're feeling it. Um, and as he walks, you, he walks past your vision, like, and you noticed where, where once there was an empty space, something, a place that you wanted to fill with something, some, you know, like a cupboard or whatever you had in mind, you see now that a, mirror has appeared and it's one of those vanity mirrors or the like the almost like uh like a tailoring mirror mirror it's one large panel and then two side like arm panels that stick out so you can get a full view in each side of your essentially like your outfit if you will but it allows for an ability to look at your back as well but you also have clothes on too but yeah way. just fixing to say she's dressed she is dressed. yeah she's she's gonna give a little giggle um and just like lift up the back of her shirt and close her eyes and jump into Ico's eyes <laughs> so that she can look through Ico. <laughs> okay so the mirror was useless but okay um the flex of power right there all right so um uh, what Ico sees is the the design of the tattoo has melded with the the it, it, it's a tattoo or it's like a deep it's it's a deep red color it's actually multiple colors um, because it's a pretty intricate tattoo and but what your your eyes are kind of hard time adjusting you're used to seeing that the scarring you're used to seeing that's the scarred skin and how it looks but the way the design the design of the tattoo is parts of where your skin uh like certain areas appear it's it appears like it's part of a flame and you notice that it's a it's a dancing flame that that moves across and down your back but the way that it is designed you see that there's there are figures uh dancing uh they remind you a little bit of Ico. They're almost like mini gins of uh, w looking at one. You see that one's female. One actually reminds you a lot of Ico and others don't. But you could see that they're like dancing and moving, almost like moving this fire uh, along your back. And the way that it looks and the way that it's designed, it it hides your scarring. Like it, it's, you really, you know that it, it scars, but the way that it's been put on your back it's the scars kind of blend so perfectly with some of the flame details it almost looks like it's part of the 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 design the intent of some of these flames that these little gins are moving through and it's it's ornate it's detailed it's it's essentially a full essentially from like a full back tattoo of this that's awesome so, Dela, for the next 10 days, you have resistance to both lightning and thunder damage. Za is a djinn who has fought against other djinns before. He knows the capabilities of them and certain, essentially, powers that they would be utilizing against you. He's essentially cut for you. Nice. That is awesome. If this would have happened sooner, it could have been fire resistance. I think you already have that. So yeah, or cold. Yeah, I'm getting or, that with this level. <laughs> yeah. 
So you you do you do you do get that, but it's only for the next ten days. So do keep track of that. Um, Probably call it we'll, to my counter. We'll, DMs will kind of help you a little bit too. But yeah, so yep. uh, upon the end of those two ten days, I'll let you know this: the tattoo will fade. It's essentially like a henna tattoo as a temporary tattoo. Okay. That sounds good. Is it still dual high the 12th? Today is the 13th. It's the 13th. Okay. Cool. All right. Noted. Thank you all. Yeah, I'm putting a note on the uh, 23rd. Thank you. Okay, cool. So she drops the back of her shirt. <laughs> That's really beautiful. Thank you, Sa. Inspired by by you, I again, your body kind of in your mind kind of took it. So hopefully that will help you within the coming days. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will. That. I I do feel better about the fire cult or the earth cult or the air cult now. Her brain's frazzled. <laughs> Good. Need you at your at your best. She kind of oh. points to the gauntlet. But what does this do? <sighs> I assume you know that you've learned about me and my people, what we do. This is a way of maintaining control and keeping it for the more willful and defiant. Kind of bites her lip and and nods. Something that I would use on you. Don't fear. What? You're, you're not mean to them, are you? You're nice enough to them. I feed them, clothe them, and I give them a home and a place to sleep. Being nice and being sweet do not work where I'm from. Understand? Yeah, it's it's a harder world. I know. What you. do they do for you, anyways? A number of things tend to my griffins, <gasps> keep my home. Uh, maintain my grounds. A contingency of miners. Things that you don't have to worry about unless eventually you join me. There's nothing that it's all extra bits. Look. I understand that your group and your friends have a... They will meet me, yes. 
but I don't think meeting me will change. Mistrust. You've dealt with a creature who is like me, looks different, but is like me. But know this. Evil and good can never be so easily refined by simply stating that the another is one and the other is different. Again, there's deeper levels to what you would coin as being evil and good, you know. Uh, your friends, your group, tends to have a strong moral compass that points a certain direction. But there's not just two points, you know. That's not just a point against evil and a point against good. There are infinite numbers between the two. If you wish yeah. to be considered me as, I don't know, a distinctly evil and only evil, sure. By a certain degree, yes. To my core, I am evil. You see, he rolls his eyes a bit. But think about it like this. If, if I am so willing to help, and he does like air quotes, mere mortal grant powers, someone that I view as completely beneath me, Imagine what other evils there may exist in the world, you know? Drop in a bucket is nothing compared to an ocean. Small flame, nothing compared to an inferno. There are things that are more evil than me. Never thought of you as evil. You saved me. And right. you've been helping us out. But I need you to. I don't need you to be naive about this. Your friends are not wrong to mistrust me. but not in a way that is going to be alleviated or changed by simply meeting me. I will still meet with your friends. I will be as cordial as I can be, but there's one thing I do not stand for, and that's disrespect. Understand if your friends speak out of turn, if they speak ill, if they act vile, untoward, I will flex my powers without restraint. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> that is not a threat. That is a warning. I am not a weak creature and weak creatures allow other creatures to talk to them in a certain way. 
and that will not happen with me. So I will do it. But be sure, if I do this, I think you understand. Yeah. There's some in our group that can be a little mouthy. You know, they create muscles on the plane of fire that help with that. <laughs> I never say that you need to use it, but it is an option. I'll talk to them. If, if, if they want to meet you and they can promise to behave, then I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll tell Aiko. But yeah, if, if I don't think that they'll behave, then, then we'll just not do that. <laughs> I don't want, Aries has a habit of getting herself in trouble with Liz Fentry, and I don't think she'll be any better with you. <laughs> Debris. Which one yeah. is that one? That's the elf. I think she has a hard time because she's older. And, you know, we're like children to her sometimes, I think. Right. Well, he stands up. I think the time coming to an end. Okay. He kind of gives Dayla a look over. Is she how's she looking? What's her uh, what's her emotional and what's her emotional state currently? There's a lot of mix going on. There's still that like elation of this whole circumstance, but it's been like toned down between pain and like the whole like, yes, I actually am evil conversation. <laughs> So he stands you can kind of get the sense that she's got a lot of like reflecting and internal rectifying that needs to to happen. Her journal will get a lot of attention tonight, kind of thing. Uh, he does stand up, and he kind of he with your hand he pulls uh, gently pulls you toward the circle of flames. Uh, and you watch as from his back he pulls a candle that you have discarded and he places it right in the center of the ring. The blue one? Mm hmm And he lights it. Just he's, As he sets it down, he pulls his fingers in an upward motion and you see that it burns a deep Blue. She kind of has that like kind of guiltyish. <laughs> yeah, like a kid who's just got <laughs> like, caught yeah. stealing snacks. Um, yeah. He he looks and he could see that on your face, and he he shakes his head and he smiles. No, you. You have a gift, a power. This, and he points down at the blue candle. This should be embraced, you understand? 
not hidden, not scared of. Pumps, then everything else gets bradier. That is because you've lost faith or you begin to lose sight. And he kind of gestures to himself. You can do both. It is... I accept it. I allow it. I want it to be nurtured fully. But never in a way that does what it did before. You understand? It's your head. Emphatically. You watch as he picks the candle up and he he man- maneuvers his hand around and it's the way that you get the sense that he works a lot is is visuals uh a lot of ma- magic users and stuff like that are uh, uh, pull from various different styles of casting magic and such but his is all based on you see something and then you don't or you do and you don't kind of very similar to with the mirror situation which the mirror is gone now by the way oh. um but he <laughs> he twists his hand around and it almost makes this uh, ornate looking sensor is the best way to kind of describe it. But there's a, within the, within the center of it is this blue burning flame. And you get, as you look at the sensor, there's no way for you to physically open it. There's no way to remove it and like take it apart. And you watch as he pulls from the top, he creates this almost uh, flicking motion with his hand and he throws it up into the air and it sticks to the ceiling and he kind of pulls it down a little bit and it hangs about right at your eyesight uh, and it hangs right in the center of this ring. Eyesight level when she's standing or sitting? Uh, Standing. Okay. So she will have to duck under if she wants to be within the center of the ring, but yeah. I'll definitely hit her head at least once. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls it up just a little bit, so it would only like skirt the top of your head. Um, okay. <laughs> but he, but he does. He looks to you with, with intent. I leave you with that, my blessing. There was a reason why, you were picked, and it wasn't simply because of the right time something called to me and he points up he looks up whatever that is pulls away he takes a step back be good till next time and he pulls away. He just vanishes. You watch. Very similar to style that the other free did. But he is gone. And her bites her lip. She definitely wanted to ask for another hug. <laughs> <laughs> you get the idea. You get the sense that maybe the uh, the physical, <laughs> emotional stuff is probably, probably done. He hit his limit. Yeah. <laughs> That sounded like the most amazing hug ever, to be real. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of. You yeah, you're alone. Yeah.
takes a few minutes, kind of looking at the the sensor. But there, it changes the glance with Ico. Okay, it's time to go back. Good job. And she will beff the two of them back to the material plane. Okay. All right. Well, we will return to where we were in the timeline. This has uh, come to pass. We have defeated the Salamanders. We have the Azers with us now. And we were looking for a place that we could rest and relax the night and potentially speak to the Azers more. Yeah, Flintry's going to try to corral them a little bit because he's been the main <laughs> talking point. I will. Uh, everyone who comes within about five feet of them feels an almost intense, painful heat. They are, in essence, fire elementals um, with a physical form. Uh, and. Uh, they are very hot, so it's not like you would go stand right next to a active flame. Um, and they are aware of uh, their personal space and how that uh, affects those of the material plane. Um, but yeah, they they are coming along, um, and uh, kind of uh, yeah, glancing around. Um, by the looks on their faces, they haven't been in here in this particular room. Uh, oh, ring was grabbed. <laughs> that tremor sense. It's pulled. I'm just gonna uh, get rid of that for now. Wasn't my fault this time. Yeah, it was <laughs> no big deal. Um, <laughs> Flintry again. Yeah, he's gonna kind of corral them and engage a bit to keep them. Uh, I'm just gonna get rid of it until you need it. Trying to. It's not much else that they can do right now kind of stuck uh he's gonna ask if there's one that is that would take a leader role or a um, step up to that they uh, they look to each other um and they all eventually uh look at one in particular and he kind of rolls his eyes and then he uh, he turns to you and he says I will I will speak for my brothers you can call me Kindle all right I am Flintree this is the group. We don't have a yeah. 
this is and he'll offer it up to others if they want to introduce themselves they're speaking in ignan correct like they're mm -hmm. speaking yeah mm -hmm. so <laughs> Paris has no uh, clue what they're saying. <laughs> they will act as translator. Uh, Neris will actually briefly introduce herself in Ignan. But then she's going to walk away to the back of the group very uncomfortable. Uh, Denala will walk over and get within the five feet and introduce herself and bow. Uh, to them, because yeah, fire didn't affect her at all. <laughs> hey, she's cuddling. Wow. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, she'll step back and uh... Uh, this is the end of the night, right? We're not yes. battling today. So, no. Dayla will make sure nobody is standing around her. She'll shimmy and turn on her little uh uh <laughs> protection thing so she is also immune <laughs> so she can shake her their hand too <laughs> and then turn it off <laughs> actually can she turn it off is it just there for 10 minutes it's, a concentration it's just <laughs> okay yep yep <laughs> just checking <laughs> i can't take it off uh... well you know you've got someone who can't Degrow, so yeah, that's true. You they want to check this buildings? <laughs> they they all seem a bit intrigued by your turning into flame. Uh, it's yeah, it's uh, their eyes brighten, and uh, yeah, they they seem happy and uh, yeah. Actually, that she'll she'll hang out closer to them and just be a bright flame hanging out with them then. <laughs> oh yeah, they uh, they they don't mind it a bit. Um, and in fact, seem to grow a little bit um, because their beards and their hair are flame. And as they came into this this area here, they came it came down. It's not as uh, prominent. In this area um but when you come close and you're a flame like that it yeah they they flare up a little bit more that's awesome she'll you know like take one step forward take one step back and see if like <laughs> what the effects are yeah I, it's it's uh Did i turn them on and off <laughs> Dayla turns on yes. a bunch of a oh boy, of bunch of lasers. <laughs> <Goodness. laughs> no, that's not no, what I meant. Sorry, but there's already been enough uh, sexual tension with Sugar Daddy. <laughs> I made a joke earlier. You, you can end up being Flintry stepmom. <laughs> hey, I've been invited to go and live with him. <laughs> Never know. <Yeah. laughs> I'm sure the siblings uh, would love that. Oh boy. Mm. Um, but they, yeah, they, they, 
they're attempting not to get too close to any of the the wood stuff I will, i'll say that so they're you know they're kind of hanging out in the uh the hallway back here and not getting close to like the wooden bed frames and stuff like that because yeah it's they could very well um catch shit on fire <laughs> so yeah Would it be okay if um, my fellows return to the forge area? It is um, more comfortable. I'll see my now. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna troop back. Um, and he will stay close to Dela. Um, yeah, they'll escort them. Oh, they'll be fine, but he's staying well, you know. here. Oh, yeah. okay. He's That's staying why. here, okay. but it's, yeah, more, it's more comfortable with, uh, yeah. Um, cause this area is not nearly as hot as there. And if you kind of feed off a of fire, then yeah, it's. Uh, I would say feeling a bit chilly. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. She'll, she'll let him do that. It only lasts for 10 minutes. So. Understood. Um, what, what will you do with us? aren't sure yet I think we have a potentially have a means of getting you and your lot home his eyes brighten that is a request that we have to make and it's not anything we can promise will happen but for now to get you maybe out of this area away from potential danger anything coming back we have a safe place on the surface elsewhere um, there. we would do better here okay at the lava ah uh, if your intention is to free us we owe a debt Yeah, no, there's no need to, yeah. We, you deserve we, to go home. We can repay that debt by staying here and uh, protecting the forge um, until or if you have your own protectors or until such time as you can send us home. I don't, I don't know, uh, we would not want to go back through the uh, rift down below. It is, uh, it is too close to Emic's lair. Uh, 
We would not be safe. You, I'm sorry, you said that you came through a rift? Eyes layer? The mix. Their layer on the fire plane. Uh, oh. Below. Uh, down. Uh, the Afrit captured us. We are young. Um, not long since creation. You can kind of tell he's trying to figure out how to communicate with you in such a way that you understand uh, their concepts of right. life. Dela, yeah, Dela will point at Iko, who will turn visible. She, she's two months old, but is like an adult like that. Yes. Um, when we are born, uh, it is as you see us now. Um, myself and my companions, we are uh, young. Uh, and we were foolish and paid the price and were captured by the Afrit. He brought us through a rift, a, a doorway between our plane and yours. It is below. There is, uh, it is the source of the magma. Or oh. it, it is located at the source of the magma. Uh, How big is this rift? Uh, when we came through, uh, it was large enough for the Ifrit. Um, How big it is now, I don't know. We've been here for, well, I don't know. I don't know how long. I have no means of telling time here on your plane. What a while. Hey. If we could be returned to a safer area so that we could rejoin our kin uh, that would be appreciated I do not know if you have that capability or not he's kind of looking around to everybody in the group thinking that maybe it's one of the people in the group that can do this thing Dayla's translating, right? Yes. Yeah. Dayla's what? Translating. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's he's speaking in Snap, Crackle and Pop, and she's translating everything for everyone. <laughs> for people who can't speak it. <laughs> um, well, we have someone that we can reach out to to see. But again, it's not a promise we can make something. If uh, your benefactor cannot, I might, when this is over and I return home, you might be able to come with me to tell the Rai in the fire of Sherry. Might. I might have a third option, but that might not be the safest. She's kind of playing with her fingers, playing with a ring. <laughs> I was just waiting on Dela uh, translating Ashari. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> Probably. Good thing I speak I I primordial. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, in our research, do we know uh, anything about Ezers? Like, would we have come across like their their history? They were in the book. They yeah, were in the book. Yeah. yeah. And their history was that you read, um, they originally helped build the city of Brass. So they know the secrets of the city of Brass. And the Afriti turned on them after the city was built. Uh, I guess similar to how when the pyramids were built and the constructors of the of whoever built the pyramids that knew the secrets were like buried inside. Mm. Um, the, the Afrit attempted to yeah. exterminate the Azers who knew their secrets and the Azers got away. So there is a uh, longstanding enmity between mm. Afrit and the Azers. The Afrit yeah. are afraid that the Azers will reveal the secrets of the city of Brass. And but on the other hand, they're also <sighs> they're all selling guidebooks now. <laughs> well, <laughs> up to now, the Azers have not revealed the secrets of the city of Brass. Um, it is essentially their leverage. Like if you mess with us too much, we will reveal it. Yeah, but there and... is there is like there's they're not yes. on the best of terms. No, they're not on the best of terms whatsoever. And the salamanders hate the Azers because the Azers got away and escaped enslavement <laughs> and the salamanders did not. Oh gotcha. So oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's that's why there's enmity there because it's like, yeah. If you guys had just sucked it up and 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 taken it, then we probably wouldn't be in the situation that we are in. So they eh, unjustly blame the Azers. In in my own opinion, they unjustly blame the Azers for their situation. Where you know, in my opinion, well, you guys should have been stronger then. <laughs> it's your own fucking fault. You're blaming somebody else for your problems. Um. So yes, there is there is a enmity enmity there. So okay, yeah, that's what I was. Uh, um, if if Dela kind of motions to the ring uh, in common, um, because I believe they don't speak common, um, he'll I say, do appear to. 
I don't think it's wise that we use your friends. They do not, yeah. they're not on the best of terms. Yeah. Last option, but you know. Going to end up tending a garden somewhere. I mean, yeah. if they're not in a yeah. rush to go home, I mean, eventually Corlin and I might be able to unlock those types of travel. Yeah, they're willing to defend oh, this. Uh, yeah, if they're willing to defend this area, then. These, um, this is a large place. I mean, if we're going to give this to the, the elves, then some places are going to go unseen, so. He's kind of just watching uh, what's going on between everyone, but he doesn't understand the common, so. So, Neris, how would Hunter you... will tell him that we're trying to figure this out. Not a lot of us speak the same language. We make excellent guards. We we need neither sleep or food. Um, mm -hmm. oh. Right, they're elementals, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, all they need is the heat. Interesting. Oh, you're really like Ico. Mm hmm. Yeah, they're exactly like Ico in, in that regard. So, what do you guys like to do? <laughs> we are here for fun. Play some cards. Oh, the cards. She's got cards, fire. but they'll just burn up, probably. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you'll notice that, so they wear kilts, but the kilts are made of thin sheets of brass. Oh, interesting. So it's it's a metallic skirt around them. So, But um, the rest of their body is fire? Um, They're essentially like brass or bronze or something constructs yeah. with oh okay oh, that have like fire flame. within them interesting yes okay. that comes yes. out from their heads huh yeah yeah they're basically a, a metal casing um but it's their body oh the Daleks um, <laughs> 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 a fire spirit inside them so exterminate <laughs> oh she's gonna okay Dela has an idea she's gonna like motion like while everyone's talking and stuff she's gonna motion him over kind of like whisper in his ear while she's still got this flame thing going on um and she's gonna say hey um we skinned the the salamander and have we so we have this leather and and she kind of like uh, like motions with their eyes towards Flintry. Um, and he has issues where he sometimes burns off his shirts. And you've got really interesting, uh, like, clothing? Do you think oh, you, you would know how to, like, make a, like, a, a shirt or a vest or something using the leather and, and these the little brass plate thingies and, and be able to make him something that won't burn up. Um, FYI, we have not skinned oh, the salamanders shit. yet. They are dead. Okay. They're dead. And, we're going and, to. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're waiting for you. We depend on it. We're waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, oh love y'all. So, okay. So <laughs> she will, she'll say that like we want to, because, because I've been wanting to make him something that won't burn up for a long time. 
Um, he he nods. Yeah, yes, we can. Um... He looks flintry over, um, carefully, kind of like <laughs> almost like you're being uh, digitally, uh, yeah, converted. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's looking at you carefully, and uh, yeah, I I think we can, I I think we can do that. That'd be amazing. Thank you. You should make him one of those kids too. She that was a whispered conversation. <laughs> with her back turns towards you because she knows you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Preston. <laughs> oh dear. Um so yeah, he says. But as but as uh, we enjoy crafting, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, metals, uh, in particular. Um, if there's anything metallic uh, around that needs repaired, um. We can we can help with that. Uh, Maybe craft for fun while you know while you're waiting, instead of you know doing stuff on orders. Then yes. Uh, you can tell he's he's kind of out of his element. Um, and yeah, he's, he's, in a way, it does feel like a young person, uh, with adults, like, <laughs> um, unsure of himself to an, to an extent. Well, she, she pats him on the shoulder. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys think. Indeed. Uh, will you, will you skin, uh, the, the creatures? Yeah, I'm mostly trained. <laughs> um... <laughs> She's Janelle 24 and a half days out of 30. Offer, will offer, at least with her survival skill, to assist you in yeah. the skinning. Um, she has a fancy knife that might do really well. <laughs> indeed, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, either you can assist, you can assist Ninala, or she can assist you. If, if Ninala does the cutting, then you're assisting Ninala. So, probably better because you're actually proficient in survival. Yes, I am. So, um, yeah. So, uh, first, though, you know, I was going to say, uh, do we need any more information uh, from Kindle? I believe it was. Uh, Kindle? Do you know why the freight was helping with this? He wasn't under the command of like these people, were they? 
He did not share information with us. From what little we were able to glean, uh, I think he was promised something. Oh, I bet I know what he was promised. <laughs> okay. We will keep an eye out should he return. We will be wiser. Did you, sorry, did you, when you were brought through the rift, uh, how did you get to this level? There is a, uh, a shaft with the uh, disc. And... By the uh, forge? Yes. It goes... Uh, we passed another level on the way up. And then arrived here. There's a, there's another level. Of course, the there place is. That you came from. Okay, that's good to know. That is great to know. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's very helpful. Did you happen to see or hear how the disc was operated? There's a. A gong? Uh, that's what I saw them use. And it... It pulled the... Disc to our level. And then... We, we ascended. I, I did not... I don't remember. I didn't notice. Um, it was I'm sorry to, a trying day. I'm sorry to press. Do you know how many times the gong sounded? No. Oh, uh... I think it was just once. Thank you. She's going to turn to the others and say... If the sound of a gong, there's a, and there's multiple levels, there may be a possibility that the sound of the gong, how many times it is struck, might determine what level. I don't know. But did anyone see a gong? Uh, no. Uh, however, I'm not sure that any, uh, yeah. I'm not sure how. The shaft. He looked down the shaft. Um, oh, yeah, we didn't look around, yeah. But, yeah, no one really looked around too much. Okay. Once we saw a fucking <laughs> pit. The shaft. Like, yeah. yeah, all the attention seemed to be on the, oh, holy shit, there's a long shaft, and there's yeah. a jump over to this disc, and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I would also say that the disc is likely larger than what they show on the map because that's just way too small. Um, and yeah, I, I would imagine it's probably twice the size as what as what Maybe they show on the map. Maybe it's right. It's like long. a distance down, and it like yeah, gets bigger as it comes yeah. up. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> yeah, it's 
film it's design. obvious to me yeah. that um they didn't they also didn't draw all the maps as one large map and then split them into four maps after they did that they drew each of the maps separately and kind of lined them up but not and then not real convincingly Not only separate commission <sighs> Yeah, I, I, they would have been wiser to actually, like, have, like, yeah. Drew the whole thing as one big map and then cut it in into the four pieces. Um, and that way everything would have lined up properly. But, yeah, this is wizards and they don't always uh, <sighs> match up things. Maybe they, maybe they did it in Microsoft Paint. You can't blame them. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, meanwhile, um he's going to kind of look around and do you still need me? Um because by now, Dela, you're yeah, it's been at least 10 minutes so your fires have gone out. Yeah, she as she senses that. I'm like this is starting to feel warmer. She'll take that step back. <laughs> oh yeah, he's I mean, yeah. you can you can be that far away and it not bother you at all. It's only if you're yeah. in one of the spaces right beside him that um you would feel the heat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dur during that, she would have been like, while she's while she was reading it, she would have like been next to him and like, you know, she's like patting okay. his shoulder and shit like okay. that. So like, yeah, yeah. she steps back. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> the end. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> do you do you need me for anything else? I will walk you back to your friends. I have a commission for you if you are interested. Of course. Thank you. And uh, Neris will go ahead and escort him back to the others. And as she's escorting him to the forge room, um, she will pull all of her platinum out of her pocket. Okay. Which is eight pieces of platinum. Okay. Is this enough to perhaps be made into two thin rings? Of course. How? What? What size do you want? Uh, finger rings or bracelet rings? Fingers to be precise. One that will fit my fingers, and she will, without getting too close, show her fingers. Do you currently wear a ring of any sort? No. Okay. <laughs> Neris does not wear jewelry. Um, he, he'll look at your hand but not touch you. Um, and it is quite warm near him. Um, not yep. enough to scorch you, but he's hot. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see what I can do with, with one. See if we can get it the right size and uh, go from there. Um, he takes the platinum in his hand. He takes half of it um, and... 
Although really, I don't think he'd need all of that. Probably just two. He'll take two platinums because well, I'm, I'm just you're just needing a small ring. Yeah, I'm just. It's always like when you when you think about the actual size of coins made of precious metal, they're usually much much smaller than depicted in most media. So I was just being safe. Yeah, so. he would probably he would probably use two um, and. Uh, yeah, literally just puts his hand in in the uh, flames of the forge and heats the metal up, and it's like it pulls in the palm of his hand and uh, pulls it out, and he starts working it as uh, just like like you're molding clay uh, mm. with his bare hands. It's fascinating to watch <laughs> um, someone be able to do this. And yeah, he starts kind of uh, working it, um, yeah, like clay as it as it begins to cool, and and he's uh, trying to work it into like a a ring shape, um, and oh, um, I'm sorry, uh, specifically, she she's giving him all of her platinum because. Uh, of the cost of the material components she's trying to get made. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Well, we'll consider yeah. that he uses it all then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I knew there was a reason why I said it, but I was just like, wait a minute. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. They'll be thick. Yeah. They'll be yeah. thick in, in width. Um, It'll be like yeah. those goth gauntlet rings that have the real <laughs> long nails. And yeah, stuff. yeah. It'll, it'll go from like from from your knuckles to like the the first knuckle of of the finger. So a wide yeah. a wide band. Um, You'll be dragging your hand along the ground. <laughs> it's a seven pound ring. Oh God. Gives <laughs> um, the advantage to unarmed strikes, though. Over time. <laughs> Um, with you working with him, being there so that uh, he'll mm. he'll cool it, because um, uh, yes, there is there's a bucket of water there for for cooling. Um, he'll cool it and then have you try it, and eventually you'll get the sizing right, um, and he'll make the other one. So that'll probably take about uh, maybe an hour. Excellent. Uh, working on the two things and the others um, i'm not moving around on the map but the others they're you know they're they're working on uh fixing any of their armor pieces that they need to fix um and uh, he's told them about um as he was working on it he's told them about dayla's request so they are preparing uh the plates the the thin plates necessary to affix to the skin of the salamander um, once it's been prepared, etc. Nice. Uh, I don't know that this will be an overnight thing. Um, so it might be, you know, he might not have a shirt until uh, a couple days down the road, but. Uh, because yeah, the skins will be fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
but he's not condemned to a lifetime of being shirtless. So no, <laughs> that's no, the goal. He would, he would not be condemned to a life of being shirtless. That is correct. <laughs> you say condemned like he ever once complained about it. <laughs> he seemed annoyed when it first burned off. <laughs> um. So. Nanala is going to get with you and we'll see about skinning these four salamanders and see how much we get. All right. They'll ask Crescent if Pelor can help uh, guide them in this <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> Why, of course. <laughs> All who's right. Doing, awesome. Who's doing it? Nanala's leading. Yeah, Dela's trying to like point out like what she knows about like the best pieces for you know like like make sure you get this part you know for what's what's for everyone's proficiency stuff, bonus at level eight? Is it still then four? It's four. Okay, no, it's yeah. three. So it's three. It is three. Okay, so three. what? I'll subtract oh, a number. I'm looking at initiative. Of Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, proficiency three. Okay, so uh. Advantage and guidance, if needed, I take it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I don't think it'll be needed. That's a 28. Because, yeah, I've already uh, changed to level 9 for me. Um, so, yeah, that's a 28. But I'll go ahead and roll the d4 just for shits and giggles. Oh, wow. Okay, so that is a 32 for the first one. It goes nice. perfectly. <laughs> it couldn't have gone any better. Nice. Uh, yeah, and that the dagger does pretty much slice through it like a knife through butter. Um, how, did you no get eight in, how did you get eight inches of leather off of the wrinkly part of the elbow? <laughs> <laughs> It was wrinkly. Uh, you just iron it and it gets bigger. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to check the second one. Oh, wow. That 20 on the second one. So that is a 30 plus another four. Uh, 34. <laughs> yep. Second one. Wow. Yeah. She's she's doing really well. <laughs> Six inches of salamander leather off the uvula. <laughs> uh, third one. Knife got cutomatic written on the side of it. Not as good. <laughs> 23 plus, but still, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a good. one. <laughs> Another oh, four. Holy yeah. smokes. <laughs> 23 plus 27. Yeah, third one. Really good. Pelor's coming through for us today. Say, <laughs> yeah, Pelor is on the ball. He's like, I like this okay, idea. Okay, 20 plus. I'm very bored today. I'll go <laughs> some people. Okay, so that's a 22. So okay. the fourth one isn't as perfect, but still pretty fucking good. So Amazing. there's plenty of leather. There's enough uh, leather for the shirt plus... <laughs> Because that's four full salamanders worth. So yeah, I'm guessing um, one would be enough for the shirt. One would be enough for the shirt. So three could be, you know, prepped. Um, 
for Corey's use. Awesome. Yay. Uh, Could we set up, set it up to like, I assume that we're going to come back through here uh, after the air cult and can pick it like tanning stuff up if we set it up to tan in here. So, I mean, it would make sense to come back through here because you've got you in essence, you have guards here now. Yeah. Um, nine yeah. of them so yeah they can uh, offer for you potentially not to necessarily have to do watches if uh, yeah if you slept close or if some of them came and just you know did patrols while you were uh, sleeping so everyone could uh, rest or at least for the four hours that Nerese is trancing. Um, so. Nice. Smart idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's done. So is there anything else that anyone wants to do before we uh, set up some sleeping? Uh, and where, where do we go to? Uh, are, they, are, are they doing the the skinning in like where the, where the salmon where was laying at? Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Laris is going to ask, uh, before they kind of, everyone leaves and does their own various thing, like, he's going to ask where they would like to bed down for the night. Um, Nanella looked in, uh, there are three beds in that southern room, uh, right here. Mm-hmm. So... She's thinking the girls could be in there since Narice doesn't use a bed and uh, mm-hmm. just needs somewhere to trance. Um, leaving the guys, uh, the beds out in this area are bunks. So there's uh, like, well, no, 10. There's 10 beds out there. And then there's one in this room. Okay. Um, as as they're kind of like sorting things out, uh, I assume most of the people are going, but uh, Varys is going to kind of set up in a bed. Um, even despite like everyone going off to skin, he's going to just kind of um, settle down and like he's had a he's had a lot of thoughts going on in his mind, so he's he's kind of just letting things mull over for a bit. He's kind of watching as everyone very like everyone goes and comes and goes. Um. Yeah. For now, he's just kind of uh, like watching and like just resting. Okay. Carlin's kind of taken up a spot and facing book, scribbling intensely. Okay. Um. There is a desk in that room that uh, Nanala um, spotted. There's there's a desk in there, uh, where the in this room where the three beds are that she suggested that the girls take. Um, so if you want to post yourself up there, uh, yeah, okay, and use the desk, that's fine too. Yeah, okay. When you stack some books on the chair, you'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> that too. Yeah, it's kind of why I was going for a bed. 
<laughs> create kind of a, a booster seat. Well, there's three beds in there, and one of those beds would be one of the beds that you sleep on. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Nanella will eventually come back and she'll, uh, relax as well. I stretch out on one of the beds. Oh, day. Filling tree is going to, uh, Look down the bridge. Okay. And he's going to go grab a, a bucket or a pail or something. They have to have a means of getting water back and forth. Um, or even if yes. it's one of those barrels lower, he'll grab that yeah. and check to see if there's fresh water in it. Even if they're in it, he's going to dump it over the edge. Just because these he doesn't know these people and they might be grubby. And he's going to carry the barrel across the bridge to the water. He's going to, like, goop some water up for the group. Okay. Um, and he's going to have his tremor sense, seeing if anybody follows him. If anybody... I mean, he, he would probably detect Neris in there having an impassioned conversation about ring designs with an azer. But oh no, he not went if down. He's, he went not if he's going across the bridge. Oh no, yeah, if he's, he's going yeah, across the bridge. Right, yeah, right. you, you, you wouldn't detect anything. Uh, it's more so it's like what I'm aware yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, more so he's going to just make sure that there's nobody joined him or anything like that. Um, he's gonna yeah, that set barrel down and quickly run up the stairs take a right go south oh, no. go through the red door um, he's gonna move quickly as quickly as he can um, okay You're in this room. Uh, altar, yeah. The the the, the whatever. The altar that you was. broke yeah. already. Yeah. Um, he's gonna close his eyes. He's gonna focus on Iron Fang. Okay. Are you there? You hear a sigh. Okay. Um, just want to be sure. Just want to know. <sighs> Have you... I don't know if... A lieutenant who asked me to pick one. I assume that was that's confirmed. Your sister. 
Yeah, okay. She's okay, though. She seems so, does she not? And she's not protected from fire. No more burning from her. Okay. What uh, you wanted? Yes. All right. Honestly, that's really all I wanted to know. There's, is there, is there more to these Iron Fang and whatever the dagger is? Is there more? Right. I know there are two other prophets that they possess weapons that are connected to you. Yes. Okay. They were gifts. We'll see if they remain worthy of those gifts or if they also fall to your power. Okay. Maybe you could uh, earn yourself more lieutenants. Becoming quite powerful. He opens his eyes. He's going to go to one of the tapestries and he's gonna the one that one of the ones that he's already kind of cut because i remember he cut some of these before he decided to just yeah <laughs> knock them off. <laughs> he's gonna go yeah and he's gonna cut uh he's gonna cut strips out of some of them and as he's making his way back he's gonna pull out the each of his little potions in his pouch and he's gonna wrap them with a little bit of tapestry to potentially stop them from okay getting real banged up again uh breaking okay. <laughs> then he'll yes. make his way back and yeah if if you don't if uh yeah this is more also also by the way this is more doesn't even have to have real value this is more of it an excuse if someone's like oh it took you so long oh i just when God something wrapped these up in. Right. Got it. He's always thinking. <laughs> so yep. he's gonna return yep. back, grab the barrel, and carry it back to well, the Well, I'm assuming you probably did this while Danella and Dayla were gone. Sure, yeah, that works. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um <clears throat> Preston went with them because he was assisting. So they were busy getting that stuff. Um Varys and Corlin stated what they were doing. So, and Narice was, yeah. So everybody was kind of accounted for as to what, what they were working on. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I would like to actually, since I wasn't too sure what Flinchy was doing, but uh, Varys is kind of looking for an opportunity alone <laughs> uh, as well. Um, he'll as he kind of sees that everyone's kind of gone off to do their own thing, he'll kind of sit up in like the bed he's been kind of watching everyone from, and he's going to pull out one of his daggers and keep it poignantly in his left hand and kind of stare at his reflection in the blade itself. Um, and he's just going to kind of very, very softly 
speak out loud um, and he'll say, I don't know if you can hear me. I don't know if you want to, but you said this body is yours. I have no clue what you mean by that, but I am aware that the powers that have been given to me are quite powerful. I would like to hear your side of the story and see if we can come to perhaps agreeable bargain if you are willing. I would hate to lose this body to those that are searching for me, as I'm sure you will as well. Faris, are you are you channeling any of the? Because like before, when the when the situation yeah. Um, so as he's kind of speaking, he's gonna even though he doesn't have the the spell slot like the innate ability, he can cast it through spell slots. So he'll actually, as he's kind of speaking, he'll begin to cast as he's speaking, kind of taking that into mind that he felt the presence when he was using those gifts. As he's speaking, he's going to cast his invisibility. As he's kind of like speaking, he's going to kind of let the, the powers kind of touch his chest and kind of spread throughout and hope that whatever this is, is willing to hawk. Okay. Uh, all right. So you uh, take that moment and you recite these words out, staring intently at the reflection of yourself in the dagger and the the way that you're wording it, part of the incantation of your cast invisibility, um, of your invisibility spell, I'm sorry. Um, the way that it kind of shifts into the words, into your the way that you're speaking, it almost flows perfectly. And everyone else, or anybody that comes back in the room, won't see Varus. Varus, as you pull, get essentially yanked. It's it's almost a violent moment of very similar to what happened before, where it was almost like a shove or a push. You get pulled into whatever magic is is bending the light or whatever it is, uh, kind of yanks you a bit. And as you close your eyes and almost blink, feeling the spell take effect and you blink, you are in... The best way to put it, it's almost every... The world around you is in a grayscale. Where you heard noises before of maybe distant talking or uh, sounds of footsteps, maybe even the faint scratch of pen on paper with Coraline in the other room, Coraline in the other room, whatever it may be, the sounds are gone. The world around you is dismal. You could feel where once this place had a, a natural heat about it, it's cold. Unsettlingly cold. 
as you take this in, Varus, what is Varus's mental state? What is he, as he's processing this, what is his initial emotion? I think the first emotion that crosses his mind is a mixture of surprise and a confusion of where he is. Similar to what happened before in Anahara's lair, it's the way that it's the unsettling feeling settles on you and your shoulders. That confusion and that surprise begin to shift into small bead or even a small refraction of fear. And this is a fear that you didn't even realize was there. You've always kind of been uncertain about these powers, and a part of you maybe has always feared them or where they come from, and you've grown to embrace, slowly embrace them. But that fear, that it's, it's almost like it's always there ever-present. And as you sit utterly alone in a place that is foreign to you, you watch as from where the corridors that would lead into this room, one from where the bridge that you watch from tree leave from, the other passageway where Nanala, Creston, or Nanala and Dela, but also Creston, that light Creston just what have been just grows darker. The doors, one where Coraline was in, the other one was an empty room for now, seem to diminish, to grow smaller. The world around you seems to just get smaller and smaller until blackness is but a 20 foot ring around you whatever gifts you were given that you attained through whatever magics flow within you pierce through darkness don't pierce through this one your first instinct you want to break the spell you want to end it but it doesn't doesn't end for a minute, you're unsure if you're concentrating on a spell at all. If you're so hyper-focused on the world around you, you just can't break. Take a breath. And you see a familiar visage step before you. One of the first interactions that you had when talking about this ability was essentially your shadow ripping itself from you and attacking your group. You see this very familiar shadow step from the darkness. The inhumanly long, elongated nails and even the neck, the face is 
sharp. The edges are uncomfortably as if you were to run your finger along their chin line that they would cut. The hair, the head is bald. The ears are distorted in a bit that they are elongated to resemble an elf's, but they're bulgy, blackened in places. And the, the frame is gaunt, almost skeletal, but you could see skin, pale white, pulled across it as it shuffles forward. Each step, you could, you could hear and feel the bone shift and crunch as if they're breaking or cracking just under the weight. And it stops about 10 feet in front of you. The, eye, the head lifts, eyes vacant, black, and it stares at you. Watches. You can feel your heart begin to race. You had control over this. You did. Right? Questions play in your head over and over as it just stares vacantly at you, waiting, watching, hungry. Thirsty. And as you try to catch your breath, try to stable yourself, reminding yourself that you're strong, that you, you can power through this creature falls to the ground. It catches itself. Fingers elongate a little bit more, lifting almost spider-like legs as it begins to slowly crawl its way toward you. The legs no longer working. You see now that they're bent and distorted in a way that, yes, while it was walking, the bones are breaking. And it gets closer, and you watch as a hand creeps over the edge of the bed that you're resting upon, and the other one comes up. And it pulls itself up. The neck crane just a bit, but it's focused inches from your face. And you feel one of the nails slide along your, your arm. Almost like it's carving faint lines. Nothing that's going to draw too much blood. But it gets right to like the right where your elbow is. Hook up your elbow. And you feel the nail pierce goes a little bit deeper and you watch this black ichor start to slowly trail down from where the nail bed is into the nail and into your veins into your body and you can watch as the other the left hand the one that was gripping the dagger before but is now has fallen to the side you watch as it slowly begins to be consumed this inky black shadow your right hand as you look down 
It's reflective of your left now. The nails are elongated just a bit. Pale skin, a bit of grime. The nail is removed from your arm. You watch as it slowly creeps up. And it goes for your face. Like I said, the nails were going to embed. And as you, just moments before you've, you know that pain is coming, you wake up. You come to. <laughs> You're visible. The dagger's tightly gripped in your left hand. You see faint scars of those jagged lines that ran up your arm and pierced a small hole in the crook of your elbow. Whatever demand or request or words that you spoke go unanswered. No words to be said. But you... Some level of you, subconsciously, has relearned this fear that you had worked so hard to put beneath you. It's back. He... Holy shit, dude. <laughs> he kind of grips at the dagger and kind of looks at both of his hands and do they look any different no uh, aside from the slight carve marks i guess you can say the slight uh, injury though it's faint it's just as similar as the one that happened to your neck but there's no your hands are your hands now He, 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 at this point, he's kind of, his chest is rising at a, at a quick pace, and he's almost at the verge of hyperventilating. And he kind of, like, he takes a couple breaths, and what did they... What did they do? What have I become? Who am I? I didn't ask for this. Did I? He kind of throws his head into his into his hands and he kind of he tries to keep his cool but kind of ends up just sobbing as the fear kind of takes over him and who am I going on 
just want answers. I didn't ask for this. I just want my life back. I just want my family safe. I just want to be me again. I want to be whole. Happened. Kind of looks up as if praying to some god and just kind of stares at the ceiling and He instinctively kind of looks around and kind of grasps at his fingers and kind of rings them a little bit nervously and they said it would be hard. They said it might break me. They found them. Despite every attempt to hide, they found them. What am I gonna do? There's nothing I can do. This is hopeless. Varus, roll me a religion check, please. Okay. Um. Uh, thirteen. You're not a holy person. Not really. Maybe you have respect for religion, the gods, understanding that they do exist. And they do have power, powerful enough to be blocked behind a gate, but still be able to bless individuals like Narice, Creston, others that you've met along the way. Prayer is different for everyone. Maybe there were lasting effects from words that were spoken to you by people that told you to find help and provided potential help for you. As you sit there, contemplating essentially your existence and all these things, you feel old. But it's a different soothing. I'm going to ask you, do you push any further? Or do you keep 
if he feels that it's if it's a different cold it's almost like the cool side of a pillow good way to describe it great (laughs) visual yeah um kind of going with that visual he kind of sits back closes his eyes and almost like enjoying the coldness of that pillow he's gonna yeah he's gonna kind of let it do what as it pleases okay as you kind of allow yourself mentally to just let go to just to not worry to an extent the darkness takes again and there's that moment of fear that hits but you you want you want to be better you want to move on there's nothing that appears no visions nothing of that nature just that like coolness comforting you feel your subconscious or your consciousness begin to kind of like dwindle as if you're falling asleep. You don't. But it's where all that fear had culminated and the knowledge of what you know, just something in your mind tells you. Maybe it's a soft whisper. Maybe it's a an old lullaby maybe it's a uh, something from your past that is good maybe a memory you don't really recall but it eases you tells you not to fear it urges you to embrace to accept to fight fear, but not fight what's inside of you. Two things you can change. And you just let that play in your head on repeat, no matter what reminds you of that. And you end up falling asleep. <laughs> Either it's a small nap or it's comfort or just exhaustion from crying and that experience that you had. You do end up falling asleep. Just Maybe it's just a little cat nap. But yeah, you do end up just kind of losing yourself to that. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. At that point, we will take our break. Welcome back from the break. Um, after all that uh, drama, um, 
I would say as Varys is lightly napping on one of the beds, and the rest of us slowly make our way back uh, to the communal area with probably Neris being the last one to make it back because it was like about an hour before the rings were completed. Mm -hmm. And they look cool. They're not, they're not absolutely smooth. They're more like hammered. They look, they kind of have that, you know, sort of hammered look. They're smooth, smooth enough on the inside. It's not going to be like painful on your finger or anything like that, but, uh, but this would be quite some thought. Uh, so yeah, we, we all make it back. Uh, is anybody wanting to do anything else before we long rest and get our levels? Well, we've got yeah. to find Varys first of all. Uh, he's, he's in, he's in the, uh, in where all the beds and stuff are. How can you tell? Uh, he, he became, he was, he was no longer invisible. Yeah. Oh. He became visible when he came out of the, uh, oh. dream. I don't think you can call that a dream. Well, <laughs> vision. I just had vision, vision quest. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, but he's 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 passed out. Like he's yeah, he's not gonna wake up till the morning or well until you know. Okay. <laughs> what he thinks is morning. <laughs> uh, when Dela joins Nanala in. Uh, their room. Mm -hmm. I I, I want to show you something, and she takes off her top and shows her because Nanal is the only one that's actually seen her scars, and so she. Well, wants I to... will say Corlin is also in that room. She's at the desk. Yeah, yeah. She she's. Okay. We can close the door. You know. Yeah. Unless girls' yeah. room. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nerys is probably still at the forge at this point. So. <laughs> yeah. So she'll she'll show Nanal the. The new tattoo. Um, look, look, wow. Yeah. Za uh, gave me a, a gift to protect me, he said. Oh. It's pretty, right? It is. Wow. I mean, it looks... Uh, your scar underneath makes it almost look like it's rippling. Like it's alive. That's really cool. And she's like... She's gingerly kind of reaching out to touch it it kind of tickles because <laughs> she's she's trying not to touch you very you know in case it's tender or whatever um but yeah is it like same day tat tender uh lux no it's there's no totally cool mm -hmm. the you okay i will say this the intent of pain comes from the magic imbuing so yeah i assumed a, yeah the the actual tattoo is more like a henna tattoo now Okay. In the, in the in the concept of it. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, yeah. It's it's not going to last very long, just a few days. But you know, oh, it'll, okay. it'll help us get through. You know, the next the next challenge. You know, if your scar, you know, kind of bugs you back here, maybe you should consider actually seeing a real tattoo artist and maybe getting something tattooed over the scar to turn it into something beautiful that you don't feel self-conscious about. Yeah, 
Crescens came out pretty good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, his his looks pretty cool. Yeah. So he was pleased, I take it. Yeah, he said I did a good job. Okay. Good. So you're you're happy? Everything's everything's good? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just, I I thought I was just gonna, you know, just like leave it there. I didn't expect to be able to actually like see him in there. That's the first time that happened. Oh, so he did he did come in person. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, we had just, you know, we were able to like sit down and, and talk like, you know, normal people. Well, I'm happy if you're happy. I'm really happy. Good. And the jewel is off this plane, which is, was the most important thing in my mind because, uh, There are people here that shouldn't have access to something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm relieved that it's gone too. Thank you for supporting, you know, getting with that decision to get it out. I know it, it got a little, it got very tense. So. Well, In my mind, it's like, uh, it'd be like giving three diamonds to a guy that owns a diamond mine. Mine, I should say. Uh, it's not as big a deal as giving three expensive diamonds to someone who has none and what it might do to them. Um, so... And most importantly, it got it, it got it off this world. It's, there are some things that just, there's just too much potential for something like that to be used in a bad way, a very bad way. Yeah. I mean, people aren't unflawed and giving someone with a lot of flaws, uh, something like that, or the potential to have something like that would not be good. And we can't be sure that those who watch Ferris, um, and she's kind of looking at Coraline, <sighs> didn't already know about it. Yeah. Um, Orlin. Yes. Our apologies for not telling you sooner uh, that he might be observed. I don't know how much. I know very little. Uh, regarding this world. But I do know that the people who Varys 
worked for. Don't seem to have the best intentions. And I believe did bad things to him. Uh, so in some ways we are protecting him and I have my own thoughts on potential means of keeping him out of their hands, but best thing that we can do is what we're doing now because obviously it protects not only the menagerie coast but where he comes from to the north it would also if we fail would badly affect this whole continent um, if not the whole world so but once we're done, we'll have to think about that as to how to protect him. You've said Keep you were fairly uh, certain they're scrying on him. Oh, yes. You've uh, seen it multiple times. Mm. Yes. Well, I might have a solution for that tomorrow. This is almost done. Taps, on, taps the book with the quill. Wow. I've been working on this for a very long time. Okay. But, uh... And Nanologist hears this in the head. You have to get used to this. She cocks her head to the side with kind of a, like a raised eyebrow. Come here. Come here. See if I can explain this to you real quick. And she'll go through the basics of Rari's telepathic bond. With the two of you. Dale is eating it up. You can see that she's interested in arcane even if she's not so, always tracking everything you say more of how so, it works yeah yeah <laughs> so would we be able to read each other's minds just all the time or is it something where we have to send our thoughts more of sending your thoughts okay that's better not okay you communicate telepathically, like I do innately, which is why I've been working on the spell before. All right. And it's but it's not like an open channel that you no. know we're hearing each other's thoughts constantly. That would be distracting. Oh gosh, that'd be awful. No, yeah, be I can't imagine what be going terrible. through some of our heads. Um, I can also link uh, in that one familiar. So I was oh. thinking Iko as well. That'd be interesting. Uh, but she'd have to be visible every hour or so. It only lasts for an hour. But I can cast this oh. as many times as I'd like. In a day. Well, okay. it would certainly uh, make covert communication easier. And yeah. make us much more silent as we move. Indeed. That would be good. I like it. And Not I don't have to concentrate on it. Even it better. That if I, if Nerissa and I were uh, 
sneaking ahead to scout things out, we wouldn't have to come back and tell you what we saw. Correct. We could just tell you what we saw. As you see it. Right. That would be good. Okay. Uh, well, I'm... let's not interrupt you and let you keep working on that so you can get that finished, because that would be amazing. Hmm. But just... Um, him being watched is also why we're protective of our benefactor. Um, I figured as much. We also would like to protect her as well. As... You also don't speak of your previous companion very much either. It's, it's very fresh. Mm. He's not dead. Um, I seems like it was just a very unfortunate accident ah. uh, I believe we told you about it at one point or did we did we tell you not really um I don't understand how all of this works and you might understand it better but um, he had a bag similar to mine and she points at the bag of holding. Um, and her face immediately like drops and she face palms. It's like, no, that that's good enough. That that's, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and she starts laughing. He like, placed something. Yeah, yeah. Our understanding is he placed something in the bag and it, it, something very, very bad happened. Um, Basically, if you had plane. put that bag in his bag, it would have made the same effect. We understand that now. So uh, that had never uh, been told to me. So I am now uh, very careful before I stick anything that you uh, haven't checked to mm -hmm. be magical. I will have you check to see if, if anything is magical Absolutely before it goes no in this problem. bag. I'm assuming he didn't have that ability. Or he probably would have done that. I don't guess. Uh, also sounds like he was very much a magpie. Anything sparkly, shiny, or um, useful? In the bag? Probably, yes. I, th okay. I think that could be correct. Um, so I'm being very careful. So I won't I won't put anything in this bag unless you guys tell me it's safe. Absolutely. Because we don't want that to happen again. Takes me about ten minutes, same as this spell will take. Uh, it's a ritual. It's worth the ten minutes. <laughs> to be safe. Also lets me find stuff that could be hidden. Hmm. Okay. Or magical Good. traps. Things like that. Very good. I'm pretty good at finding uh, mechanical or um, physical type traps. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I can also spot a magical trap if there is any sort of magical, like a sigil or something like that around. Mm -hmm. I'm fairly yes. observant. Um, but, uh, yes, if you were to see something, um, then by all means speak up. But, uh, 
So that's just so you are aware. And uh, if 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 Varys appears stressed, it might explain some of his issues. Um, he was trained in a group with a couple others, and those two others have since escaped and have gone into hiding. Um, so, not good people that they were working for. So, but Varys has um, blanks or his memory. So, right. he he wants to find out what he wants to get to the truth, but uh, I I take I I am guessing it's not a snap. Hmm. All right. Um. Where does the Nerys go anyway? Pardon? Where did Nerys go anyway? I had some work to do, and she walks back in the door. Ah. Kayla puts her shirt on back really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're ashamed of that, but whatever. Nerys <laughs> is doesn't mind nudity, but makes a lot of comments about everything, so. Well, I won't say anything. I mean, your scars are nice. Even with the tattoo. Bella cocks her head to the side. Oh, <laughs> like you haven't seen mine. It's a very mine. backwards statement to what oh. she was expecting. She's like, oh, you, you haven't seen mine. Hang on. And she'll hike up her right pant leg, and there's distinct bear claw scars from knee to ankle surrounded by snowflake tattoos. Oh. Wow. Uh, well, that's kind of cool. Well. I mean, uh, it looks like it was painful at the time, but... Oh, yes. Uh, especially uh, little baby druids who don't know how to control their... Uh, Transformations. Oh. Oh. Dale kind of looks at Nerys. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> Nala and then Dale both look at Nerys. Uh, I got this There's one out. A... <laughs> There's a long sigh. Yes, my. I was nicknamed Biter as a child. My best friend did that. His first transformation into a bear. Oh. I imagine that was frightening. Well, for him and you. Very. Um, the first time I cast Frostbolt, he has had um, Frostburn scars on his cheek. Mm. So, uh, when we got old enough to get tattoos with from our parents, I got snowflakes on mine. He got teeth marks around his. Hmm. Interesting. 
Well, I have no tattoos. I'm beginning to feel a bit there. No. We should get tattoos together. Hmm. You can get magic tattoos as well. Hmm. What do they do? Depends on who's doing the tattoos, but uh, since I don't seem to see gems mainly gold on you guys, uh, you'd probably need some gems for that. We have some gems, but we don't necessarily know um, what they all are, so I'm holding on to them until uh, our benefactor is um, well-versed in gems. Um, so hopefully she'll be able to tell us what they are. Ah, some gems can be used to make tattoo ink and imbued with magical properties. Hmm, interesting. Okay. You should get magical tattoos. Some are temporary, some are permanent, so <laughs> make sure you keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, also, and only Nerys hears this. You're going to have to get used to this tomorrow. Oh. All right. I am not sure why. Ow. Just not. It won't be just me if I forget this spell finished. Oh, because that's exactly everything I wanted. Well, at least we won't be able to read your mind, just what you tell us. You couldn't handle what's in my mind. I'm assuming all of this is telepathic. Nope. The no, just the first totally part. Speaking out loud. The first yeah. part was in telepathic. <laughs> I was just like watching you guys like, okay. <laughs> Are you telling Nerys about the spell? Oh, yes. Ah. It's just more fun to tell her in her mind because she kind of freaks out every time. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. It'll be good. It'll be good, Nerys. It means if you and I sneak ahead and scout out, we don't have to waste time going back and telling them what we found. And everyone will hear you. As loudly as you're speaking in their ear. Can you target one person doing it, or is it always open to everybody? I believe we've always played it that it's open to everyone that's yeah. this like a in radio. the spell. This yeah. is open yeah. to everyone. If I speak to you directly with my natural abilities, it would just be between myself and whoever I'm speaking to. Okay. Which you can respond Nerys. in your head, Nerys. Nerys narrows her eyes. Contemplation. Hmm. I know that look. Yes, well. You. And she's going to um, wander over to uh, Nanala. And she's going to hold out a slightly larger than her own finger-sized hammered silver ring. Platinum ring. Platinum ring, pardon. Hammered platinum ring. I need you oh, to wear this. Is interesting. Oh, uh, okay. So she'll. Uh, if you're smaller than Anala, 
And what what finger are you wearing yours on? Daenerys is wearing hers on the index finger of her left hand. Okay, so it would probably fit Nanala's ring finger then. Yeah. So she put it on the yeah the ring finger of her left hand since that's the hand that you have yours on. She Neris kind of now? blinks. It's <laughs> like, um, no. I mean, we can talk about that another time. I mean, is there a, a like? Nanala can't help but start it? laughing. I'm pulling your leg. <laughs> oh, it's nice to it's nice to know that you can be tricked as well. I don't understand uh, how marriage customs work among cultures other than my own, and we don't exactly have. It's not safe. <laughs> my Delve. mother never got married, so don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, traditionally, you'd be wearing it on the same finger. Oh, good. Then there's nothing to worry about. Listen, um, you just need to wear this, okay? Uh, okay. And if I give you the word, stay within 60 feet of me. You end up... What's the word? Around. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Pick a phrase so I know. Ah. Otherwise... Why just shut out ring? There we go. <laughs> or in your head tomorrow, at least. Fine, fine. That's how we shall do it. If I give you the word ring... That's what stay we within will 60 do. feet. All right. Basically, you're always right next to your brother or myself, and you're surrounded, and I know that fire can't hurt you now, but you're not as durable as we are. I know you're that spell. Why hit. do I know that spell? You're hurt, but this will make sure that... If you do get hit, or random, horrible, magical things hurt you, you'll feel it a little less. I'm all for that. Admittedly, don't go wading into lava. You're not immortal, and I feel what you feel. Isn't she immune to fire? I am immune to fire at the moment. Yes. So... Well, it does Ooh, mean yeah, that could you wait get... into lava. Hmm. Lava and fire are not the same thing. Mm. What spell component is that for? I can't remember. It's something I've been thinking about. I know that spell. <laughs> she she speaks the name of the spell in Elvish. <laughs> In your head. Oh, that's a wonderful trick. I could just talk to you like this all night. That's fine. You'll have to sleep eventually. And Do I? Try. You'll this, have to sleep eventually. This is in your head. Are you sure about that? I didn't yeah. sleep for almost ten days the one day. And whined about it for a long time. Because well, I was fucking tired. <laughs> but I guess I was fucking tired and sore and pain. But I could do it for one night, non-sitting on my head. Okay. 
<laughs> you're so excited to share your new spell, you'll probably want to get some sleep. Oh, In any case, share your new spell then. Have fun. I'll be fine. In any okay. case, uh, where is it? We lost Varys. No. Okay. <laughs> In any case, Neris is going to work very hard to ignore uh, <laughs> for the remainder of the evening because she's got something she needs to do. And she sets her shield up. Um, aside from where she's going to sink cross-legged against the wall to do her trance, and she props her shield up—not the uh, not the new shield, but the the fancy holy symbol encrusted wonderful shield—and she's going to dive deep, and she's going to start praying. And that's uh, assuming she's able to avoid distraction long enough to enter her time. <laughs> France. Dale's gonna uh, just tap you on the shoulder real quick while, while you're settling down. Uh, when you come out of it, just shake me awake for a second. And then, yeah, I'll go back to sleep right after that. But yeah, can you do that? Y yes. Okay. And Neris looks Thank extremely you. uncomfortable that Dela was talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> It was out loud, not in your head. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the, like literally the moment Dela walks over towards her, like the entire body just goes tension, tension, and then yeah, Dela. She's she probably doesn't realize that Dela has kind of like <laughs> she's so happy about having seen Zah. She's like she's. <laughs> Like blase about the whole conversation yeah. before. <laughs> mm -hmm. What conversation? I don't remember any conversation. Nothing but Zah. <laughs> Nothing existed yeah. before Zah. <laughs> yeah, so basically, while they're having that conversation, Carlin will look up at Danella and's like, ah, I'll be good this time. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so I think we could all use uh, the rest. Uh, um. Maybe our new friends can guard uh, the area, so hmm. we can all sleep. Do you want to go ask, or shall I? I'll I'll go ask. You keep working on that spell. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and I'll she'll. Go with you. Okay. So yeah, have fun. Um, short. Uh. Short story on that is, yes, they will agree to uh, guard the area where we're going to be sleeping uh, so that we don't have to set up watches. Um, not getting too close that, you know, they set anything on fire or anything like that. But, yeah, they'll guard, they'll guard the area. One of them, in fact, will take up residence in this spot and make sure that nothing comes in through that secret door. Yay! Um... Yeah, and one will, like, be here, and then at least one, if not a couple, um, along here. So, and they'll leave the rest to be, you know, doing their thing in the in the forge area and uh, keeping an eye out in case anything shows up from either uh, the elevator, 
which hasn't moved. Um, mm-hmm. Or that just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> like an Efreet. <laughs> yep. Ico um, will be doing aerial patrols for the first uh, four hours while Nerys is trancing. And then when uh, Dale is shaken awake, then Ico will go hang out in the fire plane for four hours. Okay, what about uh, Creston and Flintry? Uh, Flintry would be definitely back by now, so. So, I wandered up. Uh, and so, baby Aldir sleeping. Because he's still Aldir in my head. Uh, how does he look? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> he looks, uh, right now, sleeping, he looks peaceful. Okay, dokie. I grab a blanket off one of the beds and put it over him if he hasn't already covered himself. Oh. And I'll post myself up on here, keep an eye on him. And I'm just about ready to conk out. Am I? No. What time is it? Yeah, it's 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 coming on close enough for us to yeah. It's been a day. We we spent a fair amount of time because there was like the the whole bit that Nerys did, and then it was the skin and all the skins that we did, and not to mention just the killing uh, beforehand. Because yeah, that there was a lot. We done a lot today because yeah, we just came in here. This is the same day where we like killed everything that uh, like was down near the door that we undid, and then went up, found the vault that had the the dwarven tombs in it. Uh, dealt with the Afridi again. Yeah, it's it's been a long day. Yeah, well, I'm going to get some shut eye then because I'm <laughs> going to have to be up early tomorrow. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd say Nanala and Dela can uh, head back. So, how about Flintry? Um, Flintry's going to stay up for a little bit, just draw him. Essentially, we'll be taking a watch, so he'll do. As everybody's kind of getting to sleep and such, he'll kind of quote unquote a watch. So he'll just spend like a couple couple hours just drawing and nothing in particular. I don't think he can really ever get real inspiration tonight. So yeah, it's a lot of tossed pages at the edge of the bed. Eventually he'll Arrest it. Okay. Well, we all get a long rest. So, level yourselves up. <laughs> level nine. Whoop. I took a level in fighter. Nice. Nice. Barb. 
So I now have two attacks hey. for my action. This will be my, I think this is my last level of fighter, or is there one more? Uh, trying to remember. I will look. I have this kind of planned out. So I think I've got one more level of fighter because of the ASI that I get. Mm. Since fighters get more ASIs than others. Mm -hmm. I'm going more wizard. I took a level in Blood Hunt. Oh, yes! God. What? <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll be taking one more level of fighter next level, and then it's all rogue from there. Ah, uh, Naris took her level in cleric. Third cleric level. So is it next day? Uh, well, after Naris wakes from her trance, she is going to grudgingly walk over and delicate like the most delicate series of pokes like the first five or six times she doesn't actually wake up Dela then she finally like shakes her shoulder <laughs> gently she busts into flames in a 30 foot radius <laughs> <laughs> I that was going to happen that they'll well, very sleepily thank her and dismiss Psycho to, to get her sleep too and fall back to sleep like immediately. <laughs> Nurse exhales. That kind of exhale. Oh, we're good. I get to put off a difficult topic for a long time and, and avoidance, <laughs> avoidance, avoidance. <Hey. laughs> All right. And then she goes and she is going to go and um She's going to find Kendall, and she's just going to literally just talk with him. Just small talk. Okay. Repeated yeah. long, just like, uh, tell me about your home world, Usul. You know, like some serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, they'll, they'll tell you about, you know, the, not revealing any secrets, but he'll explain about, yeah, about the, the Azers and how they're made, um, which... Yeah. It's really cool. So an existing Azure actually crafts a new Azure and imbues a portion of their essence into it. And that's how, that's why there's only, they only yeah, look like there is no male, female. They. I'm not evil. It's just how I'm assembled. <laughs> yes. But that's yeah, they, they are literal constructs. Um, yeah, where they've made themselves. Um, Self-made man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what they are. But yeah, and and uh, yeah, they are. They're excellent craftsmen with metals. Um, there are some raw metals in the forge area, so um, yeah, uh, that they can work with. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna quantify how much. Um, I'm figuring it'd be left because, you know, maybe they could make some things for the Reese's people if they take over, you know, so there's some fresh arms and armor available.
available? I don't know. It, that's kind of up to Nerese to think about. It is. Um, uh, she, she's she's generally she's making herself more comfortable with an elemental creature that isn't very clearly one hundred percent evil, <laughs> and she's just like, <laughs> okay, all right. And wheels in her head are turning. Yeah. That's all. They they definitely um you can kind of tell based on based on everything that you've read about the elemental plane that it is very it's very much governed by law or contract or um agreement. Mm-hmm. Um which is why there's such a rift between uh, the Azers and the Afridi, because the Afridi actually like broke that agreement when, uh, yeah, okay. when the city of Brass was crafted. So it's yeah, um, whose decision it was to do that at the time? Probably the Sultan, but and it was a long time ago. The city of Brass has been around for a while. But, um, yeah. But, of course, the Afridis are afraid because someone other than them knows all of their city secrets. At least secret ways in, secret ways out. It's like a, it's like someone who wrote a program for you and they have the back door to the program. So, uh, Yeah. <laughs> You never know when they're going to use it. <laughs> um, but that knowledge is not necessarily carried down to everyone, but um, at least not through all of the Azers. But the knowledge is there amongst uh, the leaders, etc. Those that have been around for a while. Um, and they try to kind of avoid... The Afrit, but you can tell talking with them, they're probably only a few months old. Um, so don't necessarily have the danger sense that maybe they should. And yeah, and got themselves into a situation where they, yeah, they, they were captured. Um, probably in a place that they shouldn't have been too far away from home, you know, kind of stretching the boundaries and pay the price. So, um, they'll be happy to return and they are hopeful that, um, this group will be able to deliver on that. I don't want to say promise, but on that offer. Um, but meanwhile, they do feel that they owe a debt for releasing them from servitude. And so they're happy for as long as they're here to assist. Wonderful. Yep. Okay. Nice. And you can tell that they're quite happy in this room. It's, it's, it's hot in here. Uh, mm-hmm. 
fuck's sake, there's lava here. So it, it is quite hot and they seem quite happy. Um, so if you kind of hang out near the stairs, that's fine as well. And they'll still, you know, they'll, they'll speak to you. But yeah, you can watch them just do amazing things with working with the metals with just their bare hands. It's like watching a potter, but it's molten metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is which is a little mind boggling, but yeah, it's yeah. Um very cool. Yeah, very cool. So you can see why they would be um considered quite useful yeah. in this area. So right on. Uh but yeah, I we get a long rest. And uh, can wake the next morning and plan what we're going to do next. And that's where we'll pick up next week. Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh, that's everybody God. on level nine. Oh. Um, oh, I do believe, took a level in cleric, correct? <laughs> <laughs> He's not saying. <laughs> I'm not going to. Preston! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You took a level in cleric, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, he was serious about the blood hunter thing. Um... Oh, wow. Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. I mean, he's an alchemist. First level. Yeah. yeah. First level of paladin. <laughs> All of a sudden, Creston picks up a sword and has more than plus two to hit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's, there's that option there. Because uh, he's, wow. he's, yeah, he could probably call it in if he wanted. I'm going to repeatedly cast Magic Weapon on Creston's weapons every time <laughs> to give him hit and damage bonuses. And he's never going to use them. He's just going to be like, wow. nope, I'm fine. <laughs> he does more with his spells, yeah. Can I, he actually say goodnight? He is a, Spell slinging oh, yes. cleric, oh, but yes, night. we will say good night. Good night, everyone out there. Good night. good night. Thanks for listening to the Global Rollers. My patron says that our next episode will be available soon. Until then, fare thee well. <laughs>